hallelujah, that affects the world. Malachi chapter 3 and verse number 6. The Bible says this. This is one of the last messages uh, to God's people before we, we enter into a moment of silence. Some 400 years of, of several Jewish writings, but none that were canonized. And this is one of the last things that God says to his people. Malachi 3 and 6. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore you sons of Jacob are not consumed. And I want to preach to us for a few moments on this subject. Some things never change. Some things never change. Would you set your Bibles down? And let's pray. Come on, lift up your voice. If you're visiting with us here today, I want to encourage you to go ahead and strike up a conversation with Jesus. And just pray that God would talk to you and God would fill you with His Spirit. Come on, that's it. All across this building, I feel revival in this house. I feel God's Spirit moving through this house, inhabiting the praises of His people. God, we're asking you, Lord, to do great things, God, in our midst. And we are expecting you, God, to move on our behalf, God. And we are grateful in advance for everything that you're doing, God. Hallelujah. Somebody worship him. Hallelujah. Somebody worship him. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise and a shout of triumph. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Shake your neighbor's hand. Tell him God bless you and you may be seated. Some things never change. It has often been said, nobody likes change. This is a popular, popular mantra for most because it embodies the natural desire for consistency. It reflects our love of habits, our love of norms, and ultimately, it reflects our love of this wonderful thing known as comfort. There is an inerrant fear of change. Because with change, there is the unknown. And it is the unknown that is the underlying reason that people fear change. But the ultimate truth to that phrase that nobody likes change is solely dependent upon whom you ask. If you were to ask a blind man if he would like his sight to change, there is no doubt in my mind that he would say absolutely, undeniably, yes, I would like things to change. If you talk to somebody that is bound in a wheelchair and ask them if they would like their situation to change where they could walk, they would tell you, I would embrace that change absolutely and completely. Because change is relative. And change is something that I wanted to think about this week and I felt impressed to talk about. If you were to Google... What doesn't change? That is something that most people would want to know. 
because in the midst of change, they want to know what doesn't change, what can't change, what stays the same. And if you were to Google that, you would come up with a myriad of responses. However, none of them will give you an actual answer. It is usually talking about all the things that we can't change. You Google it and it'll be telling you 10 reasons why you can't change that you're an alcoholic. 10 reasons why your marriage will never change. You Google it, it'll be on there. And, and what it's doing is when people are looking for things that don't change or can't change, all they come up with is negative responses of things that we have no ability or power to change because it seems as if life has set it in stone. You can't stop drinking. You can't stop smoking. You can't stop sleeping around. You can't stop sinning. You can't stop going with them and doing this and doing that because this world would like to propagate the misunderstanding that you cannot change who you are. That you can't cannot change where you've been that you cannot change the life you came from the family you came from I want to preach to somebody here today that Google's wrong I want to let you know that this modern generation has got it all wrong I want you to know change is possible oh somebody worship him Because one thing that never changes is the fact that things change. The reason behind that is because life is always in forward motion. It does not slow down. It does not stop. We either keep up or we get left behind and we scramble trying to figure out how to keep up with the change that has passed us by. But in a world of change, I want you to know that this, this, this understanding that things are always changing, it comes from, from, from the understanding that everything in time is subject to change. It is subject to the laws of entropy, amen, and atrophy. And what that is saying is that it, it, entropy is the fact that things fall apart. That from the moment you construct it, it's already falling apart. That's what science loves to teach people. It's very positive. And atrophy says that things begin to degrade. And they only get worse because what they've learned is that through time, time begins to break things down. And time begins to change things. And so everything in time changes. That's why seasons change. Weathers change. Age changes. So on and so forth. But in the midst of all of these things that are changing around us, uh, amen, the president will change, the, the senate will change, the, the climate around us, amen, will change. There will come a day where we may not have what we have here, and I, I hope we always keep the peace uh, and the joy that we're able to have. There might come a day of persecution, but that too will pass, and there might come troubles, but I want you to know that that too will go away, uh, because everything changes in just a little bit of time. Everything begins to shift in just a little bit of moments. I want you to know that all it takes is one moment and everything in your world can change for the better. Would you lift up your hands and let's pray. Come on, let's pray. All you need is a good moment with God. All you need is a good moment with God and things will change and things will, oh come on, somebody pray.
But in the midst of everything changing, there's something that Google did not offer that does not change. There are some things that do not shift, some things that do not turn aside, some things that do not change. In Mark 13 and 31, Jesus is speaking, and he says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Science says everything in time will begin to degrade and get worse. They will tell you your situation is only going to get worse. Your marriage is only going to get worse. Finances are only going to get worse. Health is only going to get worse. But I got news for everybody out in this world. There's a word from God that's not in time. It's outside time. And it doesn't change. It doesn't go away. It Oh, somebody praise him. Every word of God is pure, and it is a shield to them that put their trust in him. Every word of God is there, upholding and defending and giving you another shot. Somebody lift up your hands. Come on, the world's changing, but God's word stands forever. His word, he said, is forever settled in heaven. It's been stamped. It's been engraved. It's been written down. And Jesus said, it is written. Devil, you can come by, but I got news for you. I got something before you came by. I got a word, and that word is before time. That word is eternal. It is written. It is There's some folks here today. You need to stop relying on what the doctor said. Hey, if you're sick, you take that ibuprofen and pray. You go to the doctor. But I want you to know that if you got a report, you don't have to accept that report. Because my Bible lets me know these signs shall follow them that believe. They'll lay hands on the sick. And they get worse. And things just get a little better. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I want somebody to take hold of that word and say that's in the Bible. I receive it. God's a healer. God's a deliverer. Oh, somebody shout if you know that to be true. Somebody needs to look at their bank account and everything's falling apart. And look at the fact the Bible says he's Jehovah Jireh. The Lord is my provider. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know how it's going to show up. But I know, as Abraham said, the Lord will provide a sacrifice. And if God can provide a sacrifice, God can make sure my bills are paid. For my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. If God takes care of the lilies of the field, which do not toil or spin, God can take care of you. Oh, somebody praise him. Somebody worship him. Somebody lift up your voice and glorify him. God's word does not change. And that gives us confidence. If God's word does not change, I will always have something to navigate my life by. Doesn't matter how the world changes. Doesn't matter what they vote in, vote out, elect in, elect out. I can look back on his word and say it's settled. 
There's some folks who need to leave this building. Go back, dust off your Bible, open it up and say, you know what? There's some things got to leave this home because it's settled in that Bible. There's some things we just can't have around here because it's forever settled in heaven. And God's word is more important to me than all that mess and all that junk. I thought I'd get a few more amens on that, but all right. I'll preach it anyways. There's some folks that need to go back and go dust out that Bible and say, Lord, what does your word say? Because if it's settled, I want to know what's in the terms and conditions. I want to know what thus saith the Lord. It's my sword. Come on. It's what I use when I need defense. Oh, somebody praise him. James 1 and 17, the Bible says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness, there's no changing, neither shadow of turning. I want somebody to know that his blessings and his promises do not change. God does not change his mind. That's why the Bible says every promise in him is both yea and in him amen. If God ever promised you, if God ever spoke it over your world, you can take and say, God's not changing, so I'm going to hold on to that word. God said it, I believe it. God spoke it, and if God spoke it, if it's from the throne of God, I'm going to hold on to that word. I'm going to hold on to that promise. I'm going to hold on to that blessing. I'll pray about it. I'll shout about it. I'll get excited about it. I may not see it, but I don't walk by what I see. I walk by faith and not by sight. You blind me so I can't see it, but I'll walk anyways. You blind me so I can't perceive it, but I'll keep pressing forward because there's no shadow of truth. Turning, would you lift up your hands? Come on, somebody pray. Somebody pray. Come on, I know that word might be 40 years old, but time did not degrade that word. That word's eternal. And if God ever spoke it, you hold on to it. If God ever promised it, Abraham, it might be 99. You hold on to that word because Isaac's coming. Oh, somebody pray. Oh, somebody pray in the name of Jesus. Come on. All the promises are in him, yea and amen. Not some, not a couple, not the ones we like, not the ones we still believe. Every promise, every promise. There's some folks throwing out some promises and say, I don't believe them anymore because it hadn't happened yet. But don't be like Sarah and give up too soon because Isaac's coming, the blessing's coming, and you can't settle for an Ishmael. You can't settle for just taking what is, what is the next best option. When God said, my plan still stands, my words never change, my promises are sure, everything I say comes to pass. And then in our text, the Bible says, I, the Lord, I change not. But it is reverberated. Hebrews 13 and 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Brother Deathrich quoted that here today. Which means, God does not change. Wow, revelation for some folks. 
God does not change. Well, God don't heal no more. Don't, no, no, no. Speaking in tongues was just for the disciples. Oh, no, no, that's not relevant anymore. Hey, you ought to kick every one of those. Focus on the family. Okay, I shouldn't have said the word. You ought to just say, you know what? That is not in the Bible. It never says it ceases. The Bible says tongues will cease one day. But he also said, forbid not to speak with tongues. I want you to know if it's in the word of God, these signs still follow them that believe. It never said the apostles that believe, the disciples that believe, the mother of Jesus that believes. These signs shall follow them that believe in his name. Does anybody believe in the name of Jesus? Has the name of Jesus saved you? Has the name of Jesus delivered you? Well, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, somebody shout. Somebody shout. Take about 30 Every promise, every word. God don't change. His word doesn't change. God's still coming through. Oh, somebody pray. Come on, God still works. If God healed blinded eyes before, God can do it now. If God healed sick, raised the dead, touched deaf ears, I want you to know God can do it today. Well, that's a little arrogant to believe that. Go ahead. You tell me I'm arrogant. I'll, I'll take it. i receive it. But I believe God. I believe his word. You can have a million theology degrees. That don't mean jack. I met Jesus. I've been sick in my body. And you can't argue with an experience. God healed me. And if God healed me, God can heal you. If God blessed me, God can bless you. For our God is no respecter of persons. God does not change even though everything around us is changing. But it is in that same context that Jesus does not change. And in our text, it says, God does not change. I'm the Lord. I change not. And there is a promise associated with God's not change. He said, it is for the reason that I don't change for this cause. For this reason, you sons of Jacob are not destroyed. Because I don't change. I want you to know something about me. My mercy's the same. Because I don't change, my grace is still available. Because I don't change, my forgiveness is there. Because I don't change, I still work with broken people. Because I don't change, I... You go through your Bible. I want you to read it with a new revelation. Every time you see somebody make a mistake, and God still speaks to them, and God still works on them. Next time you fail, get up and say, God, if you spoke to Jacob, you can speak to me. Oh, somebody praise him. Who is Jacob? Notice it didn't say Israel. Israel is the name that Jacob received after struggling with God and wrestling with God after admitting who he really was because you'll never be changed until you admit who you really are first blessing he received he said I'm Esau lied about his identity trying to steal a blessing that's the kind of person Jacob was he would lie, cheat and steal he tried to connive everybody till he met Laban and Laban outconned him Hey, you'll meet somebody who will out-con you, out-lie you, out-cheat you. You might as well stop now. 
But this is the kind of person we're dealing with. He comes out of his mother womb, uh, struggling and fighting, uh, grabbing onto his brother's ankle, uh, just trying to get ahead of his brother. Uh, and he'll do anything to get ahead. Uh, he'll lie. Uh, he'll go ahead and offer his brother a bowl of beans uh, for something that's invaluable. Uh, and he'll trick his brother into thinking it's a good deal. Uh, he's not a good man in business. Uh, he's a liar in business. Uh, he cheats everybody out. And then his mom comes up with a great idea. Because the apple don't fall very far from the tree. Ah, I could preach to parents right here. You gotta be careful what you what you propagate in your home. Because your kids will represent that. Kids are great copycats. Amen. In fact, they they love to mimic. They'll come by, you say something, they'll repeat it. Yeah, you live one way, kids will repeat it. And she comes up with a great idea. Let's go ahead and trick so we can get rid of that, of that blessing on your brother's life. Man, my parents didn't have favorites. But here she is. She's teaching him how to lie. Oh, don't answer that debt collector. Just tell him mommy's not home. Hey, I grew up with that. I Y'all wonder where that came from. I know what's up. Hey, don't answer the door. It's rent center some of y'all are laughing, but you've been there. Hey, I know what it is to make sure you look out the window and they knock on the door and they say, it's just, it's just good old Jehovah's Witnesses, just answer. And it's, it's Renaissance Center, people. They want their furniture back. But she's trying to teach them how to lie, cheat, steal. She's trying to make sure because what she realizes, you read back in the Bible, that's exactly how her family was. That's how her brother was. Her brother didn't care nothing about the servant of Abraham. Didn't care at all until he saw the gold and the jewels and all the money he could make. And all of a sudden, uh, these light bulbs came by. He said, can I feed your camels? Uh, no problem. I'll take care of them. That'll just be 20 pieces of silver. Uh, and he began to lie and cheat and steal. This is where she learned it. You want to know where these things go back? They go way back. Why do I struggle the way I struggle? Why, why do I fight the way I fight? It goes way back. You watch your grandparents and your parents watch them. And now you watch your parents. And now you're struggling with things that go way, 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 way back. But I got good news for you. There's a God that goes further back than your family. I got good news for you. There's a father in heaven that's greater than your father on earth. There's a father in heaven. There's a church mother that's much greater. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. There's a God that is outside of time and says, I don't change. I don't change. I don't change. And I took care of Jacob, and I'll take care of you. Why don't you stand all across the building and lift up your hands? Come on, somebody pray. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel a God that does not change. Come and buy to some Jacobs. Come and buy to some Jacobs. You know what you've been. You know where you've been. That doesn't matter. There's a God that's before all that. That does not change and still works on people. Somebody pray in the name of Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost in this building. Because God does not change, it gives us the grace to change. Because God 
does not shift. He doesn't stop. He doesn't turn around. He doesn't turn his back on anybody. He gives us the ability to turn back to him. Because what good would it be if God walked away? I was already lost. And if I tried to find my way and God was gone because he moved, how would I ever find my way home? If Father's house changed location, if Father stopped rocking on that chair looking for his son to come home, how would his son ever find his way home? So God just sits out on his proverbial porch waiting for his sons of Jacob to just turn around. Yeah, Jacob, I know what you've done. Yes, I know where you went. I know, I know, I know. I know all about your mess. In fact, so does everybody else. Yeah, and they might judge you for it. But I'm a God that, that I'm not going to destroy you about that. I'm going to work with you. I'm going to forgive you. All you got to do is turn around. All you got to do is come home. All you got to do is make up your mind. I, you know what? I'm tired of being Jacob. I, I've been Jacob long enough. I've, I've lied my way to the top. I've cheated my way to the top. I, I've gone through life uh, just trying to hoodwink and, and weasel my way through this world. But now I need the mercy of God. When he finally makes up his mind to leave Laban's house, to get out of another liar and cheat's house. God says, I'm the God of Bethel. Just come on. Come home. And as he makes his way home, there's God waiting for him. Because the same God that met with him at night when no one else was around was the same God waiting right there for Jacob when nobody was around. When nobody was there to convince him it was a bad idea to go to the altar. When nobody was around to convince him it was, a, you know what, you don't really want to do that. You still got a couple more deals to do. You still got some more lying and cheating to do. You got a lot of things. You know, it's not time to get in church. It's not, it's not time to give your life to God. It's not time to get saved. You got a lot more things you got to do. No, Jacob's all by himself. And the Bible says that there wrestled with him a man, a man until the breaking of the day. And God began to break things in Jacob. And God looked at him and said, what is your name? He said, well, last time I said I was Esau, but today I got to admit, God, all God wants is honesty. Come on. Not piety, not religiosity, not I got it all together. No, I've been Jacob, God. I've been Jacob. And he goes, I know. I know. And because you're admitting who you've been, I'm going to call you to what you're supposed to be. You're no longer called Jacob. But from this day forward, your name is Israel. You're no longer a liar, a cheat, and a thief. I'll tell you why. Because 2,000 years from now, there's going to be people in Carson City that need mercy, that need grace, that need me to change their life. And i got to set the precedent that I don't consume Jacob. I don't consume Jacob. I change Jacob. Lift up your hands. I'm done preaching. Come on, somebody pray. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost. There's some folks... Hey, God's not looking for anybody to say, I, 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 don't want, I don't want anybody to feel condemned. I'm telling you, God's just saying he wants honesty. To say, God, I'm afraid. I've not been able to change because of what I've been. But, Lord, because you don't change, you'll give me the grace to go from Jacob to Israel. You'll give me the mercy to change because you don't change. Because one thing that doesn't change, God changes people. I want to open up this altar.
Would you step out of your pew? If you're visiting, I want to I wanna encourage you. Go ahead and, 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 and let your faith rise right now as you make your way to this altar. You're making a declaration, God, I know what I've been. God, the devil knows where I've been. Other people might know what I've been, but God, you also know what I could be. You also know where you could take me. You also know there's an Israel in this Jacob. You also know there's a man of God in this mess. There's a woman of God in this mess. You can work on me because you work with Jacob. I want to invite everybody to this altar. It's not an admission of guilt, but it's an opportunity to say, God, in a world that's changing, I want to be changed. In a world that's shifting, I want things to shift in my world. I'm tired of going through the same old, same old. I want to change. I want to change. I want to change. So I'm going to your unchanging arms to change me, to mold me, to shame, to make me. Come on, that's it. Somebody pray. Come on, God doesn't change. His word endures forever. Somebody needs to be encouraged. If God's mercies are new every morning, that means today, that means tomorrow, you can get back up. You can be changed by the power of God. Come on, somebody pray. Somebody pray. I feel the Holy Ghost. God's looking to change some people. God's looking to change some families. God's saying, I'm going to work on you. I know you've been Jacob, but no more. No more. No more. I've got mercy for you. I've got grace for you. It's been there for a millennia. Knowing the battles won, but you have never failed me. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed me. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence, you never fail me. I know the night won't last. Your word will come to Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost moving. If you're in your pew, I want you to pray right now. I want you to pray right now. God, move on me. God, change me. Change me. Change me. My heart will sing your praise again. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness, I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You never failed me. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness, I'm still in your hands. 
is moving. The Holy Ghost is moving. There's some folks that are being changed by an unchangeable God. There's some folks that are being changed by an unchanging word from God. Let him speak change in your life. Let him speak victory in your life. Let him speak healing and deliverance and blessing in your life. Promise still stands 
Somebody needs to pray right now. The Holy Ghost is moving. The Holy Ghost is moving. Come on, we can, come on, we can go home in a minute, but right now the Holy Ghost is here. I wouldn't miss this moment. It's moments of time like this that God changes people for eternity. It's moments like this where God changes the course of men and women's lives, of ministries, of anointings and callings. God lays it down in their spirit and sends them forth. Come on, Jacob to Israel. Jacob to Israel. Liar, chief thief, to a prince with God, a prevailer, an overcomer, more than a conqueror. the man 